0: Good morning, I'm James Holman from The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202 for Wednesday, October 25th. In today's news, the Clinton campaign helped pay for that secret Trump-Russia dossier. The NSA gets new authority to spy that it wanted from the Senate. And a federal judge says an undocumented teenage immigrant has the right to an abortion. But first, the big idea. Jeff Flake and Bob Corker feel liberated to speak their mind and that should terrify Donald Trump. The Trumpists feel triumphant and emboldened after Jeff Flake, the Arizona Republican senator, announced that he will not seek re-election. Former White House chief strategist Steve Bannon quickly claimed Flake's scalp as his own. He texted a Post reporter last night, quote, many more to come. But a much better outcome for President Trump would have been if Flake ran and lost in the primary public and private polls showed that he was deeply vulnerable to a challenge from anyone aligned with the administration. Instead, Flake now gets to retire on his own terms. And apparently that entails going full Bullworth. Here's Flake announcing his resignation on the Senate floor yesterday.
1: I have children and grandchildren to answer to. And so, Mr. President, I will not be complicit or silent. I've decided that I would be better able to represent the people of Arizona and to better serve my country and my conscience by freeing myself of the political consideration that consumed far too much bandwidth and would cause me to compromise far too many principles. To that end, I am announcing today that my service in the Senate will conclude at the end of my term in early January 2019.
0: Flake is one of the most authentically conservative members of Congress, especially compared with the president. Trump was a registered Democrat as recently as 2009. While he was defending partial birth abortion, supporting an assault weapons ban, and filling Nancy Pelosi's campaign coffers, Jeff Flake was proving his conservative bona fides by leading the charge to kill earmarks, voting against Medicare Part D despite arm-twisting from George W. Bush himself, and speaking out against deficit spending by his own party. It's likely that Flake and Bob Corker, another senator who has decided not to seek re-election and has decided also to criticize Trump in very strong terms, will be replaced by intellectually pliable apparatchiks who will reliably support Trump. But that changeover won't happen until 2019, which is an eternity in politics. It's more than enough time for them to derail some of the more unconservative elements of the Trump agenda. Remember, Republicans only have a two-seat majority in the Senate. Objectively, this is an extraordinary moment in our nation's history. In a year of remarkable days, yesterday was one of the most remarkable. Flake's resignation speech will be talked about for a generation. But whether it will be a pivot point remains unclear. Here's a million-dollar question. Will Flake embolden more senators to speak out? Or will his experience, which is basically being forced to retire, scare them into silence? Remember, there are several GOP senators who feel the same way he does, privately, but they won't put their views on the record, at least for now. And that's the big idea. Here are three other headlines that should be on your radar. Number one, the Hillary Clinton campaign and the Democratic National Committee helped fund research that resulted in the now famous dossier that contains allegations about Trump's connections to Russia and possible coordination between his campaign and the Kremlin. The Clinton campaign and the DNC funded the research from April 2016 until days before the election. It is unknown exactly how much the two organizations spent. The dossier has become a lightning rod amid the intensifying investigations into the Trump campaign's possible connections to Moscow. Some congressional Republican leaders have spent months trying to discredit the research and determine the identity of the organization that paid for the dossier. Number two. The Senate Intelligence Committee voted yesterday to advance a bill that renews a powerful surveillance authority known as Section 702, which enables the government to collect foreign intelligence on U.S. soil. The committee's bill imposes a new procedural requirement for the FBI to review and use Americans' emails and other communications collected under this authority. However, it does not require a warrant, which is what many privacy-minded lawmakers wanted. The measure that cleared the Senate Intel Committee also does not require that a federal court determine that the American whose communications is being searched is an agent of a foreign power or possibly engaged in criminal activity. Section 702 is considered by the NSA to be one of the most valuable statutes in terms of gathering intelligence. It expires at the end of the year. Number three, an undocumented immigrant teen asking to end her pregnancy while in federal custody is entitled to seek an abortion without delay according to a ruling yesterday from a federal appellate court in Washington. The 17-year-old is being held in a government-funded shelter and has been seeking an abortion since September. The Trump administration has denied her request, citing the government's new policy of refusing to, quote, facilitate abortions for unaccompanied minors. The order reverses a decision last week from a three-judge panel of the same court that would have postponed the abortion. The timeline was at issue because the teenager is now more than 15 weeks pregnant, and Texas law, where she is, bans most abortions after 20 weeks. And that's The Daily 202 for Wednesday, October 25th. You can read much, much more about Jeff Flake's retirement and what it means in my newsletter at WashingtonPost.com Daily 202. Thanks so much for listening. I'm James Hellman, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.